Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. You're listening to America's most popular radio travel show. And if you're a regular listener, well, you know I've been welcoming a lot of new stations lately. Allow me one more introduction today, please. I'd like to say hello to the listeners of AM800 CKLW, that powerhouse of a station out of Windsor, Ontario, in Detroit. This weekend, Rudy Max's World is now aired on CKLW from 6 to 8 every Saturday evening, and it will be every Saturday evening for the future, and I couldn't be more delighted. CKLW is a station rich in history. It's got a 50,000-watt signal that can reach 13 states and several territories in Canada. It became best known not just in North America, but all around the world as one of the most influential top 40 stations back in the 60s and 70s. Its format has obviously changed over the years. Today, it's a premier news talk station serving not just Windsor and Essex counties in Canada, but also Detroit, Toledo, and Cleveland, and as I say, uh, about a dozen other states, uh, um, if the signal will carry. And as the U.S. automotive industry makes its big comeback, Detroit, uh, I think, is also working hard to become, again, one of America's great cities. And you know what? I think every great city needs a great radio travel show. And I'm honored this weekend that we join AM 800 CKLW's schedule. All right, coming up this hour, we'll take a look at the hasty move by Congress to try to relieve long waits at some airports this week. And our friend Joe Brancatelli will be joining us to ask, is the sky really falling or was it really falling? And sustainable tourism, a phrase that's become common in the travel lexicon, but what places do it right and what places do it wrong? Martha Honey is from the Center for Responsible Travel. She's going to expand on that at about 18 after the hour. And then Joshua Berman joins to describe the five epic adventures every man must tackle in his 20s. Well, even if you're not in your 20s, you might want to be interested to know if you've punched any of Joshua's tickets. And Washington, D.C. is a place full of lawyers and politicians. Don't let that hold you back, though, from taking your kids there. It's a great place uh, for kids. In fact, the city I consider my hometown is a terrific place uh, for folks of all ages to visit. But we have the author of a book, on how kids can enjoy Washington, D.C. in the house today. Plus, as always, I'll have some attractive deals of the week, but let's start with a quick look at the top story in travel news this week, which is, isn't it amazing how fast Congress can act when something affects its members? When the news began on Monday of slowdowns at major airports, Congress whipped right into action. With a spring break coming up for politicians, few wanted to be stuck on the tarmac in D.C., New York, or elsewhere, so with blinding rapidity... Both the Senate and the House on Thursday and Friday passed the Reducing Flight Delays Act of 2013. It permits the FAA to use surplus airport improvement funds to protect air controllers from being furloughed as a result of those budget cuts related to sequestration. What this means is that air controllers should be back on the job in full force come this week, if not even this weekend. Is it a coincidence that legislators are scheduled to be in their spring break now and will have to return home to face voters who might be upset about late departures and arrivals? As we used to say at Spy Magazine, I think not. One of the great friends of this show is Joe Brancatelli. He curates a terrific website called JoeSentMe.com. You know his voice. And just before the final passage of the legislation this week, he penned a wonderful column titled, The Sky Isn't Falling. And I was just going to quote from it, and I thought, no, let's, let's go right to the source. Let's have Joe on. Joe, welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. Joe? It's been a week. <laughs> it has been a week. I got to tell you, I laughed out loud 
when I read what you wrote, those, re those five different entities that had a vested interest in the issue. Before we get into the subject, can you just share, what, <laughs> share those with our listeners? Yeah, the, the point I was trying to make in the column, because, I was, because I'm a business traveler and I have to look at the actual numbers, it struck me that everybody who we were hearing from had a vested interest in making us believe delays were worse than they were. You know, the Obama administration wanted you to believe delays because they wanted the sequestration stopped. The Republicans wanted you to believe delays because they wanted you to hate Obama. The FAA wanted you to believe there were delays because they wanted to get out from under the budget cuts. Airlines, who you wouldn't think would want you to believe there were delays, did because they were trying to get the old three-hour tarmac rule overturned. Um, air traffic controllers obviously had a vested interest in wanting you to believe there were delays because they didn't want to be furloughed. And, and even the media, I mean, you and I live in the media, Rudy, so we're not, making, we're not doing Sarah Palin here. We know that there's no story for us in the media unless we make you believe <laughs> there were delays. That is fabulous. But you did some numbers. You ran the numbers, and apparently, and even, even as early as Saturday morning of this weekend, I was listening to National Public Radio this weekend, and they were going, oh, my goodness, the delays this week, you know, we hope they're going to end now. You crunched some numbers and came up with some surprising stats. Rudy, what's really frightening here, and again, you and I talking as journalists, even more than the listeners understand this, you start at the beginning, and it's not like these numbers are unavailable. There's companies such as FlightStats.com that put out the numbers every day. Here are the actual numbers. In the six days of sequestration so far, four of the days had a better on-time performance than last week before the sequestration. Unbelievable. Unbelievable unarguable numbers you can go day by day now we're smart we know weather's involved here all kinds of things are involved here so it's hard to make an apples to apples comparison but there was no such thing as delays or piling up in fact this morning flight stats put out a number and again you take this with the appropriate grains of salt for the sixty days before sequestration the system ran seventy eight point eight percent on time the first five days of sequestration 77.7. <laughs> well, yeah, and be, long before sequestration, long be, even be the three-hour tarmac, long before a lot, well, let, let me just put it this way, forever, anytime I get on a plane at JFK in late afternoon or LaGuardia, even on the shuttle, I figure I'm going to sit on the, uh, sit on the apron or the tarmac somewhere for 45 minutes to an hour. It's just what it is. Right, and, and that's where it turned out most of the delays were during the terrible time of delays piling up because of sequestration. My gosh. There were delays in New York, Chicago, Dallas, and Los Angeles. What a shock. <laughs> and, and the problem is, Rudy, and, and, and again, I hate to go back to the journalist part of this, but we, you know, we're toughest on our own. This, these stories became very much like we used to say, you know, the morning lead when you used to come in and work overnight and you had to figure out what the story would be, even though you had no new facts. So you wrote things like, police are following leads. So right. every story seemed to have delays are piling up, but they, w they wouldn't quote any numbers. It was all fantasy. And they weren't piling up. No, they weren't. It, it truly wasn't any... Listen, it's very clear there were a couple of times when there were ground stops when they normally wouldn't be. But nothing out of the ordinary. Everything works to historic... Everything that's gone on since the sequestration cuts started on September are within the historic norms. Right, and now we'll go. never know, of course, because, you know, the, the Congress rushed to make sure they took care of themselves. We don't have to worry about teachers or Head Start programs or anything else. That's no, school lunches sure or meals on wheels, none of that stuff. You're not worried exactly. about that. Exactly. You know, it's, <laughs> and listen, I'm a business traveler. I don't want to be delayed. 
But, you know, I'm thinking maybe I'm not as important as a kid who needs breakfast. Yeah, maybe not. I bet you're going to be watching the numbers next week since everything will be, quote, fixed, unquote. Well, next week we're looking at a, at a series of bad weather uh, oh, around the country, okay, so a lot of April showers, so to speak. So I'm sure the numbers will be worse, but no one will cover it because we've moved, we'll move on to something else. Exactly. Well, you heard it from the horse's mouth from Joe Brancatelli. Check out his website, joesentme.com. It's filled with fascinating stuff by Joe and uh, some of our colleagues, some folks who you hear regularly on this show. Joe, thanks for joining me. Always a pleasure, Rudy. Have a great week. When we come back, who gets tourism wrong and who gets it right? You're in Rudy Max's world. We're talking travel. Delighted to have you here. Welcome to CKLW. Stick around. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Ladies, when was the last time you found it easy to lose weight? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance begins. And until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Thank goodness today we have Ambrin. Ambrin promotes hormonal balance naturally. It's clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40 with no big lifestyle changes required. I thought I was somehow not trying hard enough to lose weight. Turns out it was my hormones. I started with Ambrin, and I finally lost the weight. It was so easy, and I feel fantastic. Ambrin relieves other symptoms of menopause, too, like hot flashes, fatigue, sleeplessness, and many more. The first 50 callers right now can get a complimentary, risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Now free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers now at 1-800-892-2988. That's 1-800-892-2988. 1-800-892-2988. Guys, you've heard about Ageless Male, the natural supplement that helps to boost free testosterone levels. New and improved Ageless Male can help you feel more like you used to in your active life and in your romantic life. Now is the time to try Ageless Male because it's available risk-free. Just call To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by TravelGuard, a leading provider of travel insurance plans. Whatever your travel needs, you can choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by going to travelguard.com. Travel more and worry less. Travelguard.com. Coverage limited by the terms and conditions of the policy and may not be available in all states. 
You know, sustainable tourism has become a very common phrase heard among uh, folks who are in the travel industry and some who aren't. My next guest thinks about that all the time. Her name is Martha Honey, and she is the co-director and founder of something called CREST. That stands for the Center for Responsible Travel, and it's an organization, a nonprofit organization, too, and I'll quote their mission statement, promote responsible tourism policies and practices globally so that local communities may thrive and steward their cultural resources and biodiversity Unquote. A very good mission statement. Martha, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you aboard. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, you all have, have thought a lot, obviously, about, about how tourism can be a good thing and how it can be a, a bad thing. How, uh, what parameters do you use to measure uh, those decisions? Yes. Well, one of the most basic parameters is where available, um, we use, we support eco-certification programs. This has been a growing trend within the tourism industry over the last 20 years, and there are now some 130 programs. It's kind of a mishmash all over the world of programs that measure environmental, social, and economic impacts of uh, tourism, tourism businesses. Um, and there's a growing effort to try to sort of harmonize these programs and create some common global standards. So I think that's one of the best things. But unfortunately, certification programs aren't always available. There are a growing number of websites that feature responsible tourism, sustainable tourism, vacation packages. One of them out of um, UK, out of England, is called ResponsibleTravel.com, and they have lots and lots of listings. And there's a, a, a growing number of them. And then, of course, there's travel awards that are given by um, Condé Nast Traveler, National Geographic, and so on, that um, highlight some of the best businesses around the world. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that, that, that maybe some of these are coalescing and coming together, because for, for a long, well, I think even till, till today, there's still that, it's almost like the difference between natural foods and organic foods, right. and, right. you know, you, you, you never quite, it's sort of squishy, you never can really quite tell, and there are so many, uh, so many organizations promulgating standards, some good, some maybe not so good. Do you all have your own standards? Well, we don't have our own standards, but we've worked with a coalition of organizations that's okay. included some the UN Foundation and the United Nations Environment Program, Rainforest Alliance is another NGO, and so on, to help harmonize, as I said, the various programs that are out there and figure out what are the most important criteria that need to be part of any uh, legitimate certification program, and also what are the procedures for implementing them. It, we feel very strongly that certification needs to be third party. It can't be simply done by the business without any oversight. And, uh, and, and there is an, now a fairly new organization called the Global Sustainable Tourism Council, which is overseeing this sort of global effort to create uh, a, a set of standards around which the, the tourism industry can sort of rally and, and the, the, the basic tenets of what is responsible travel are contained in these, uh, it's about 36 different standards. And the Center for Responsible Travel, or CREST, with which you're associated with your co-founder, right. co-director, and founder of, I mean, you're not you're not knighting particular hotels or you know tour no, boat services what? as being green. You you are looking at a much broader picture, aren't you? Like coastal areas and I presume rainforests, as you say. Right. We've well, we we do sort of the whole gambit, and we we have looked at and studied individual eco lodges and and sustainable tourism hotels and so on. But increasingly, we've moved to take on, as you said, a, sort of a broader swath of the tourism industry, particularly marine uh, cruise and coastal tourism, because these are the fastest growing areas of the tour sectors of the tourism industry. And we feel that there is a particular interest, uh, particular need there to to really focus on how this 
tourism on our coastlines and on our oceans can be done more sustainably. So we're actually um, hosting next month in uh, mid-May a conference in uh, Los Cabos, Mexico, that's bringing together what we call the innovators in coastal tourism, because it's not all a, a gloomy picture. There actually are some developers and architects and financiers and government agencies that are trying to do better kinds of tourism development in fragile coastal areas and on the oceans. Uh, well, the type talk- of tour- yeah, go let's, ahead. Excuse me. Let's talk about that in just a moment. Let me, uh, for someone who's just tuned in, I, uh, my guest is Martha Honey. She is the co-director and founder of the Center for Responsible Travel called Crest. It's a nonprofit that uh, was formed to promote responsible tourism practices around the world. So, Martha, can you give us a couple examples of who's done it right and who's done it wrong? I mean, some real-world examples. <laughs> sure, yes. Well, some of the places, um, let's, let's look at where it seems to be going right. And I, I do want to say that the caveat is that all places, all destinations um, usually have kind of a mixture. They, have, they may be predominantly great, but there are usually a few not-so-great places there. And um, the, the reverse is true. Places that look pretty bad, there's, there are some oftentimes efforts to to do it right as well. But anyway, in terms of looking at sort of destinations, I think in the U.S., places like Oregon, Charleston, South Carolina, San Francisco, the uh, Northeast Kingdom in Vermont, much of the state of Maine, these are all places that um, that concentrate on smaller-scale tourism, what we call high-value tourism rather than high-volume, places, uh, the types of tourism that leave more in the local economy and are lighter on the land and more educational as well as enjoyable for the traveler. So those in the U.S., I think those are some of the exemplary places uh, around the world. Um, we've got Costa Rica, Ecuador, including the Galapagos, Peru, Belize, the island of Dominica, the little island of Tobago, Grenada, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Norway, um, Tanzania, Zambia, New Zealand, all of these places, much of Australia, are, are promoting a kind of tourism that is beneficial to both the communities and to conservation where the tourism is taking place. Does, now, if we take does, the flip side, and yeah. you want to look at oh, yeah, some of the... Yeah, let's look at the flip side. <laughs> okay, the flip side. Well, unfortunately, there are places like, and again, I want to say the caveat is that there's some good tourism in all of these places, but Jamaica, Dominican Republic, Mexico's coastlines, Cancun, Cozumel, Los Cabos, all of these, um, Acapulco, uh, the Spanish and French um, coastlines, all of these, much of Florida, are places where we've seen a tremendous overdevelopment, large-scale, all-inclusive resort tourism that tends to concentrate the, and, and cruise tourism, that tends to concentrate the, the spending, the revenue within the business and doesn't leave much in the local community and oftentimes is very, uh, it creates real um, environmental problems but, for the but destinations. Martha, Martha, we've only got a minute and a half left, so I know this is hard to answer in that short a time, but yep. um, what can you do about a place like Cancun or Miami? You can't go in and say, hey, can you guys tear down one-third of your high-rise hotels, please? Well, there are some places where they are actually grazing the hotels, but that is very difficult. So um, the best is to try to work with places before the development happens, and that's what we're trying to do. There are ways that hotels can reduce their environmental and social impacts once they're built, and that's where certification can help them to adjust some of their policies. But it's much better to go in and try to, from the ground up, do it right to begin with. 
Does something like uh, the the air pollution in Beijing, for example, does that does yeah. that come across your desk? Is that of concern? Absolutely, to that's a huge huge problem. And of course, cl- climate change is having a huge impact oh, yeah. on the tourism industry, coastlines, mountains, etc. So all of these factors, all of these real world factors, come in. I mean, we're talking about a kind of tourism that it helps to protect the environment and helps to bring real benefits to to local communities. And we feel is a superior kind of travel for the for the traveler that it is enjoyable but also you learn something it's experiential tourism and are you finding receptive ears in places like china you know i haven't worked in china so i can't say mm-hmm. i know from colleagues who work there that there are pockets where they're trying to do it right trying to control the um the number of people going to places and you know do um types of building that is that is less uh less and how they handle gray water and waste and right and all so of on. that very very yep very important china is definitely the uh gorilla in the middle of the room in terms of the tourism industry yes i have and it's only it's the gorilla getting bigger and bigger every exactly. year by the way, isn't it? So. exactly that's right that's right yep mark Martha Honey is co-founder and director of the Center for Responsible Travel Crest. We got about, uh, I lied to you, I, we actually have like another minute left. All right, so uh, what, what, what's going to go on in Los Cabos? Okay, so this is, Crest is, we have offices in Washington, D.C. and at Stanford University. And so we specialize in sort of carrying out really rigorous, academically grounded, but um, important research that helps to change the, the way the industry functions. Our tagline is transforming the way the world travels. So in Los Cabos, we're bringing together innovators, people who have done or are interested in doing different models of tourism. This includes um, a project that we're involved in in the state of Sinaloa to develop the southern part of the state, about a 100-kilometer stretch sustainably that integrates agriculture and fishing communities, but really builds... That is, you're right. That's a beautiful, beautiful part that is worth preserving. Hey, Martha, I have to to, uh, stop here, but thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Rudy. My pleasure. You can find more information by going to responsibletravel.org. Stick around. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com.
To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Are you in your 20s? Know somebody who's in his 20s? Well, Joshua Berman's got a plan for him. Joshua Berman writes for Men's Fitness, among other places. He's an award-winning travel writer. He writes a monthly column for the Denver Post. He's done four guidebooks on Central America uh, for Moon Handbooks. And he recently had a piece in Men's Fitness titled Five Epic Adventures Every Man Must Tackle in His 20s. Well, with that kind of headline, even though I'm way beyond my 20s, I certainly needed to know. Uh, he actually, excuse me, he did 20 20 epic adventures, but I said, I said, Joshua, we, you know, we've only got seven minutes here. We can't do all 20. So I asked him to pick four or five of the, of the top ones, and I'm dying to know whether I've done any of them. Maybe you'd like to know if you've done any of them. Joshua, welcome to the show. Hey, Rudy. Thanks for having me. Sorry after that long introduction. All right, I know you picked out a few for us. Can you describe some of these epic adventures you think every guy's got to do in his 20s? It's, it's definitely a short list. You know, my original pitch for this article was 30 things that every man should do in their 30s, but uh, they, we ended up chipping it back um, to keep it manageable. And, yeah, I think, I think that, well, the first thing, I, I, you know, I put some really big things in there, um, including, you know, learn Spanish in, in Nicaragua because it's, it's one of the cheapest, best places to learn Spanish. And learning a new language is something you know, it changes your life. It, it opens up it does. entire it chunks does. of the world to you. Uh, right. With Spanish, there's now 270 million additional people that you can speak with in the world. So Nicaragua has great Spanish schools. Central America is kind of known for that. But, um, you know, my pick was to do that in Nicaragua. Okay. Um, and then there were some real, there were some, you know, actual specific trips. There was, there was a, a jungle survival course also happens to be in the southeast corner of Nicaragua. You know, you actually learn about making fire and shelter and finding food if you are uh, stuck in the jungle. For so, pre- or preparing for the uh, apocalypse, so that, one or the something. other. Yeah. Well, yeah. um, uh, luckily, hey, we survived that Maya apocalypse last time. Exactly, so we're, we're exactly. Well, happen. so how long is this? How, how, is this an expensive thing to do? Where is it, you know? Uh, well, the Jungle Survival Course in Central America is a seven-day uh, trip. It's, two th- it's about $2,000. It's run by a, a place called the Bushmaster Survival School. Now, I visited the site there. I haven't actually gone out into the bush there where they do that course. I really would like to go back and, and plan that. But they've got ex-special you know, forces guys who, who, wow. who actually do take military groups back there also, uh, but they also would take um, a traveler or a family to do a trip like that also. I like that. Okay, what else we got in the list? What else we got? Well, I've got the epic uh, drive across the country. Everyone's got to do that <laughs> once. And that's, that's a little more reachable for, for some people. Um, I've driven across the U.S. about seven times since I was 19, for all, really? sometimes for different reasons, sometimes for not much reason at all. But I uh, definitely recommend that. And there's a, uh, there's a book called Road Trip USA, Cross Country Adventures on America's Two Lane Highways by Jamie Jensen. That's uh it's the same publisher that I have and, and that that was kind of what sparked the idea. Wow, you know, these are some great sketches of uh, ideas for how you would form a trip like that. But again, it's a life changing trip. It's it's the moment when people growing up in this country realize how big our country actually is, you know, by driving across it. And sure, and what it must have been like to take a yeah, and what it must have been like to take a, you know, a, a what are those things called? A stagecoach across America in the early days when it, when it was westward hoe time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
um, yeah, and you can uh, kind of create your own your own little Western adventure. There's you know, so much space, and you know, I remember discovering some of those, you know, the the Southwest U.S. especially some of those sure. landscapes in the in Utah and Arizona that just blow you away um, and really open up the world to you. I agree. As an East Coast boy, when I first saw those, I was like, "Whoa, this is a whole different hemisphere here." Uh huh. Yeah. All right, give us um, one or two more. And- uh, take an outward bound wilderness course once ah, yeah. in your life. These are not survival courses, and they're not courses for youth at risk, although they do uh, have programs for that. Um, I used to be an outward bound instructor, so I know a bit about it. These are courses that some of them are long, you know, some of them are only eight days, some of them are 23 days, 28 days. You're back in the wilderness, you're learning hard skills, you're learning how to do things, you know, craftsmanship skills, you're learning how to. Uh, be an alpine mountaineer, or backpacking or sailing, skills that you really use the rest of your life. But at the same time, you learn a lot of what they call soft skills, and that's skills about uh, communicating with the rest of your group and, and um, realizing what it takes to be part of a group and to contribute and how you really, you're depending on each other for your lives out there. Uh, I always want my well. kids to do that, and right. I realize I hadn't done it either. I'm, I'm impressed that you're an outward-bound instructor, and I wish I had done that in my uh, 20s, even 30s. One, we got, probably have time for one more, Josh. We got another one to slip in? One more. Wow. Okay. What should we do? Um, let's see. Well, there's one that I said, some of these I've done, and some of them I, I actually haven't done. And one that I've never done is hiking the Camino de Santiago in Spain, oh, which is yes. it's about a 400-kilometer-long trail. And this is a pilgrimage. This is a sacred pilgrimage that people have been hiking for hundreds of years, and now it's something you could do it on your own. It's kind of an epic, independent uh, journey, which can take up to five or six months, or you can sign up for a trip, you know, that can do a portion of it. Hey, Joshua, Joshua, I have to say goodbye to you, but let me recommend the actor and and travel writer Andrew McCarthy has just written a book, and and that that trek is a big part of his book. Joshua Berman, I appreciate you joining us. You can find that. Thanks for having me, Rudy. Joshua's writing at mensfitness.com. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Ladies, when was the last time you found it easy to lose weight? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance begins. And until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Thank goodness today we have Ambrin. Ambrin promotes hormonal balance naturally. 
It's clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40 with no big lifestyle changes required. I thought I was somehow not trying hard enough to lose weight. Turns out it was my hormones. I started with Ambrin and I finally lost the weight. It was so easy and I feel fantastic. Ambrin relieves other symptoms of menopause too, like hot flashes, fatigue, sleeplessness, and many more. The first 50 callers right now can get a complimentary risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Now free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers now at 1-800-892-2988. That's 1-800-892-2988. 1-800-892-2988. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866 866- 869-6864 extension 1 that's 866-869-6864 extension 1 or order online at lmclinic.com that's lmclinic.com guys you've heard about ageless male the natural supplement that helps to boost free testosterone levels new and improved ageless male can help you feel more like you used to in your active life and in your romantic life now is the time to try ageless male because it's available risk-free just call 1-800-719-2640 Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here. You know I often talk about Washington, D.C. as my, uh, I consider it my hometown. I wasn't born there. I was born in Cleveland, but uh, uh, being an Army brat, I really never spent any time anywhere until I went to junior high and high school. And then after four years at Ohio University, I returned to Washington and was a Washington Post investigative reporter and gossip columnist for 13 years and nine years at Washingtonian and then as a freelance. Anyway, lived there for a whole long time, consider it my home. My two children were were born there. So it's a favorite city of mine. So I'm already on Eileen Ogins' side. She is the author of a new book called The Kid's Guide to Washington, D.C. Eileen, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. First of all, do you live in Washington? No, Rudy, I live in Connecticut, but I'm actually on my way to Washington this morning. Well, how did you, how did you, why didn't you do a book on uh, The Kid's Guide to Connecticut? Oh, well, publisher, I guess. The the D.C. Guide is, it's the third in a series of five. The first two were New York City and Orlando, and what's different about these books, and I was especially fun with the D.C. book, was we interviewed a lot of kids both local kids and visiting kids, because these books are designed for kids, you know, they or for kids to read with their parents, so they have a lot of fun facts. I, I did know. notice that. You've got you've got little or sort of cartoonist, you know, cartoon blurbs uh, as as people's heads speaking of visiting kids, as I like that there are a lot of trees in the city, says Lewis 12 of Glendale, California. And the best <laughs> souvenir is a mini Washington Monument, says William of Potomac, Maryland. I do like that. It's very laid out very easily for kids and adults. Um, and, you know, it's really fun what the kids said. Like, one kid told us that there were, uh, the Capitol was a good place to look fine celebrities. I don't know, maybe when he was there, he might have <laughs> somebody there who was lobbying. And another kid said, 
go to the National Mall when it's raining because there'll be nobody there. You know, so it's kind True. of interesting. That I like they, the kid who said he was surprised. He or she was surprised by the size of the White House. And I must admit, you know, you see it on television and the evening news every night. It looks like this imposing white structure. And I guess, having lived there, I've forgotten about it. But when you do see it for the first time, you go, well, it's, you know, I've seen houses bigger than that in Bel Air easily. Pretty funny. So they're but, pretty, uh, you know, and I think when you live in Washington, I, I never lived in Washington, but I was there for a while in grad school. You, you know, you just get so blasé about all the monuments and the White House and all of that. Yeah. So when you when you realize, you know, when kids are looking at it with fresh eyes, it's it's really kind of fun. And the other thing about Washington that's really great for families, we know how horribly hot it can be in the summer, but there's nowhere else where there's going to be as many free things to do. Exactly. And I love that because if a kid gets really tired in a museum or something, or a parent does, you you can just leave. You're not thinking, oh no, we just spent 50 bucks to get in or more, and I don't know when we're going to be back there again, so it's just kind of like, oh well, you know, the Smithsonian will be there another time. So. The Smithsonian is, is, you know, such a gift to the nation. You're right. The great exhibits for kids and adults, air-conditioned, places to eat. And if you stay in some of the surrounding suburbs, Bethesda, Arlington, Alexandria, hotel rates are not, they're not New York rates at all or, or L.A. rates. I mean, they're very, no, very No, no, they're really cute. Very, and, and, and actually, that's a really good point, because if you are coming to D.C., the public transit, it's much easier to get around on public transportation than with a car anyway. So if you stay in one of the suburbs, Likely the the hotel's gonna have a pool and there'll be good places to eat nearby and then you just get around on the metro, you know. Hop on the metro, yeah. I spent. Uh, I went back there. I've been living in Minnesota for nine years. I went back for two and a half weeks over Christmas, and uh, I never. I think I took one cab. It was all metro, everywhere. And I was staying out in suburban Virginia, as we call it in Washington, suburban the suburbs of Virginia, just over the Potomac River. Great city, great city to get around with, and really kid friendly. And as you say, so much stuff is free. The, you know, yeah, the zoos, so that's the... a that's a definite. I think that's a big plus for families. And the other cool thing I think for families is. There's so much stuff online too. So, like the Smithsonian has separate kid kid websites, you know. So, it's a great way if you want to let kids kind of lead the way on vacation. You know, mm -hmm. they can do a lot of the reconnoitering ahead of time. And always smart. You, you sound hate, like a mom, Eileen. Well, I've got three kids, but yeah. But even if you're like a museum hater, you've got to find something in one of the Smithsonian's that the kids are going to like and then of course there's the national zoo which is also free you know right so everybody should go see the pandas when they're in dc and that's sure. a nice leafy cool place to go on a hot summer day right well eileen I, th I think you've put together this third in your series of books is published by gpp glow pequot press of course out of connecticut your home state and it's called the kid's guide to washington eileen spells her last name you can tell listeners, Rudy, they can check my website, takingthekids.com. I was about to do that, exactly. Oh. Takingthekids.com, you can learn more about the book as well as about Eileen. She writes a regular column with that title. Eileen, thanks for joining us. Oh, Have a nice thanks trip. for having me, Rudy. Have a nice trip Happy to D.C. Travel. I'll be there Sunday as well. Stick around. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Responding to protests from some local residents, some beaches in the United Arab Emirates have banned bikinis and Speedos. I happen to think Speedos ought to be banned on beaches worldwide, but that's just my opinion. Uh, But if you're headed to the UAE, find yourself a modest bathing suit if you intend to hit the surf. And uh, one of those annoying airline fees just went up this week when United announced it would raise ticket change fees by $50 to $200 for domestic tickets, $300 for international tickets. That means if you book a reservation on a non-refundable ticket and you want to change uh, something involving that ticket, it's going to cost you 200 bucks on domestic flights, 300 on international. U.S. Airways quickly followed suit, at least domestically. It raised its change fee to $200, too. I don't think I'm going too far out on the limb to predict other competitors will eventually follow. I'd also like to point out that when airlines change your scheduled flight, it doesn't pay a fee to you. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, uh, let's do some deals of the week here, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Ka-ching goes the cash register. Well, i got to tell you, I've been reading that uh, in, in industry publications that Carnival Cruise Line's problems, you remember that ship that was stranded off the, uh, in the Gulf of Mexico and was towed back to Mobile, Alabama, and not happy things, uh, has, has hurt the business a little, the cruise business. So maybe that explains why Princess is offering a uh, short sale here. It ends Tuesday, the 30th of April. So you've got to move fast on this. It features all of their, more than their 120 global sailings, and sailings, and they're throwing in an air savings as well. It's called World of Savings Sail Event. It'll give you up to $700 in savings on airfare for two people, as well as some free onboard spending money. I'll give you some sample prices in a moment. Let me just say a word about buying your airfare through a cruise line. It's not a bad idea for this reason. If you can't make it to the cruise because of bad weather, because you can't get on your flight to get there, If you've booked your airfare through the cruise line, they're responsible for getting you to the next port. If you booked your airfare separately from the cruise line, and for some reason, mechanical or weather or whatever, you don't make it to the the departure port for that cruise, it's your responsibility to catch up with the cruise ship. You've got to buy a ticket to figure out where the cruise ship is going to be and get on. So there is an advantage to buying um, your airfare through a cruise line because you're protected. So here's some sample cruise deals Princess is offering until Tuesday. Uh, Caribbean cruise for 10 days, 1000 bucks for an interior stateroom, 1600 for a balcony, and they'll give you savings of $100 per person uh, on, uh, on the airfare. You'll also get some onboard credit. And Asia cruise, 10 days, 1500 interior, 2000 balcony. Air savings up to 250 Tahiti, 10 days, 1900 interior, 2500 balcony, $350 per person in air savings. Or a 15-day Hawaiian cruise. Well, there's a luxury, 15 days cruising the Hawaiian Islands. If you're not relaxed after that, you're never going to be. $1,600 for an interior cabin, $2,300 for a balcony, $100 per person uh, in air savings. Of course, these are per person based on double occupancy, and they include government fees and taxes. Thank you, Princess, for finally putting those in. So you can check it out by calling 1-800-PRINCESS or by going uh, 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 to your local uh, travel agency and talking to them about these Princess deals. If you plan to fly between uh, into Ireland uh, this summer at least through August 27th, you might want to consider flying out of Chicago on United because they'll give you double mileage plus miles when you fly their new nonstop flight between Chicago and Shannon. Now, Shannon means you're coming in on the west coast of Ireland, not Dublin, where most flights come in, the capital on the east coast. But you know what? 
you rent a car, you can go, drive from Shannon to Dublin if that's where you want to go. I, I did it. I've done it twice. I think it's about two and a half hours at the most. Uh, it's a small country width-wise, so pretty good uh, deal. Um, and by the way, for the, those of you who are trying to get hotel credits on, on, on by getting credit cards, you might want to consider the uh, uh, Marriott Rewards Premier Visa Signature Card. There's a long title. Marriott Rewards Premier Visa Signature Card from Chase. Right now they're offering a 50,000-point bonus if you apply for the card and spend just $1,000 in the first three months. There's no annual fee for the first year, no foreign transaction fees, and you'll have uh, 15 nights credit toward reaching Marriott Rewards Elite status each year. Um, and an additional night's elite credit for every $3,000 you spend. So 50,000 points bonus, uh, uh, Marriott points uh, toward staying at Marriott hotels if you apply and are accepted for the Marriott Rewards Premier Visa Signature Card from Chase. What else we got here for deals of the week? Well, I like this. This is, this is bicycling around, I've got to do this fast, bicycling around the England's Lake, Lake District and Scottish Highlands. Uh, you're you're going to want to check this out yourself. Go to pure-adventures.com. This does not include airfare, but these are s planned cycling trips um, through Scotland and the Lake District of England. They sound lovely. They're about $1,000 per person. Now, this is including airfare to get you there. But the nice thing is you're not paying for a guide, uh, so you, you save money there. The, but they will, uh, they'll take care of you. It's really, it, they really sound like a, a great adventures. And as I say, we're coming to the end of this hour, so I can't describe them in mellifluous language with a lot of adjectives. But if you check out pure-adventures.com, Rates are about $1,000 per person for eight days. Self-guided cycling tours of England's Lake District and the Scottish Highlands. Frankly, that sounds delightful to me. We're coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. Thank you for staying with me. You're listening to America's most popular radio travel show, and I'm glad you are. Most of our stations are sticking around for the second hour. Some, uh, some leave us after this first hour. If your station is leaving us, I hope to see you right here next weekend. Otherwise, we're going to take about a six-minute break for some news and some commercial spots, and we'll be back with a whole other hour of Travel Talk. Got some big things coming up. Please come back. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.